Hey everyone, this is Gabby and Karim, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Tune in each week to hear us talk about the journey of getting into med school. From GAMSAT to medical interviews, get the insider scoop from med students who have done it all before. So So stay stay tuned tuned and and get get ready ready to get get med ready. Hi everyone and welcome back to the MMI mini-series. Before we get started, I'd like to make an acknowledgement to country, so I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which I am recording this podcast today. For me personally, that is the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. I'd like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging, as well as any First Nations people who might be listening to our podcast today. So today we have an exciting station, it's an ethics station. In terms of difficulty, it's quite a difficult station um, with lots of uh, difficult ethics to discuss. Uh, In terms of timing, there is two minute reading and two minutes per question. The student today is Sarah and the examiner is myself. And the station is as follows. A group of medical students have decided to attend a Black Lives Matter protest in Melbourne CBD. You believe this is an important issue and wish to attend. However, due to the current pandemic and stage four restrictions in Melbourne, the protest is classified as a legal activity. The first question is, what would you do in this situation? So yeah, first of all, I want to address the fact that this is quite a difficult situation to be in because on one hand, I do really believe that these type of pro Pro, pro protest and mo- mo- movements towards um, uh, human rights and um, equality has really shaped the so- so- society that we are in today. So I do think it's very important to understand that whoever wants to attend the the these types of events should get to essentially um, because it is at the end of the day it's the right of the individual and we are allowed to speak up about issues that we deem are important. However, that being said, if I do attend this event in a way, I would, I would consider myself to be a bit, bit like selfish almost just because I think um, I would be causing harm to, to the community in a way because like at the time these pro- protests were done, um, I was working at a lab which did critical research um, on different conditions. And if I were to attend this event and then somehow be exposed to COVID, which was quite possible given the situation, um, I would be taking that back and not only affecting myself and also putting myself at risk, but also putting everyone else in that lab at risk as well. And I would also have to consider the fact that I still leave my mom and dad and they are significantly older than me, obviously, and they have medical conditions. So I would also be putting them at risk and they didn't really get a say in whether or not they would would be exposed to this condition and it would all be because of what I would do. Um, So in a way I would be protecting what I would like, like what what decision I would take, but at the same time I'll be putting so much more people at risk and then putting them in in harm's way. Um, So considering all of this stuff, I would, I would probably, for me personally, I would not attend the protest. 
Um, but I would definitely support this movement in other ways, such as through online platforms. I think these days it's quite easy to speak up and really make an impact, even without attending in person and causing chaos when we're not supposed to. Um, so, yeah, I would not. Personally, for me, I would not attend this event. Okay. And what would you say to your friends who are thinking of going? Um, so again, highlighting the fact that each individual would have a right to attend if they did want to. However, that being said, I would really try to, like coming from a background of public health as well, I think I would have, well, considering whoever the friends are, especially if they don't really have a background in public health, um, I would definitely try to explain to them um, the kind of harm or harm that they could be causing by this event I would obviously try to be very empathetic because obviously I don't want to come off as oh like I know better than you are about the situation because I probably won't but um at the same time sorry I mean like as in I don't want to come across that way um so I would definitely try to explain to them like yes you would be supporting this and I understand completely where where, where you're coming from and I would also try to relate to them and say that you know, I'm a person of color, like I understand what people go, go through to a certain extent as well. And I'll try to really emphasize that I understand the situation and I understand that it's important, but I would emphasize that there's better ways to deal with the situation, given the situation that we're in right now. And I would really try to make them understand that you're putting your parents at risk, you're putting your loved ones at risk and come on, like, let's do this in another way where we could protect ourselves, but also make an impact on the society. Okay. Uh, in what other ways could you advocate for minority groups? Yeah. So there's obviously a lot of ways that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, this would include, well, I'm assuming this is during the lockdown period. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so I would definitely say through online platforms for sure. So I know there's Facebook groups about different um, communities and there's also different um, chat charities and social groups that you could potentially get involved in. Um, you can also sign petitions um, about certain events um, and what what you believe is right. Um, sorry, I'm not too informed. I have to admit I'm not too informed on these particular um, groups and stuff. But that being said, I can definitely talk to other people who know a lot better than me about these things. There's uh, a lot of people online that who freely advocate these things, including my own friends. So I would definitely talk to them and also to other authoritative, authoritative figures um, about which way I could potentially go in making this difference. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's mainly through those platforms, but I also think just talking to people who are encountering these difficulties would also be a good, good way to understand what they particularly need help with and therefore really understand what things would make the most impact in that community. I think often we kind of tend to forget that we should really be talking to, to the people affected rather than just going and saying this is wrong, I think that could also be really helpful. Okay, and what is the role of doctors and medical students in advocating for minority groups? 
Yeah, so I think um, in medicine, I think equality and equality of care, I guess, um, is quite important. Um, and it, uh, it fall, fall, falls right under justice, in, in, in fact. Um, so I think at a national level, so to speak, they can definitely, um, like, you know, I, I, I guess it's probably if, you're, if you have a lot of senior, seniority, but you could talk to, um, like, you know, policymakers or, like, certain um, health programs and stuff. And you can talk about, you know, like, for example, with, um, I know with, um, well, this is not really about, I guess that's still about race, actually. So, like, um, with um, aboriginals, I know that a lot of the times we don't tend to accept their practices um, in terms of medical practices as well um, into our westernized um view of medicine and I think that um, without making a clear distinction between them I think at the same time respecting that and really incorporating that um, into the care as well because at the end of the day we want what's best for our patients um, that should really be the goal so if they feel that they could benefit from something else than what we have to offer we should really look at that as well um, I think apart from that uh, uh, yeah, at the national level, it's more about policy making, I would say. So you can really do those types of things. And you can also obviously raise awareness. Um, at a more, I guess, a social level to speak, um, uh, like a community level, you could also hold seminars about um, different practices of different um, people or different beliefs or religions or whatever there is to raise awareness about these issues and you could also um, at an individual level you can do a huge I would say you could actually play a really huge role because accept each patient for who they are and really try to understand where they're coming from they may have read something wrong don't judge them based on it All right, but, so yeah. so that's time um no that was amazing that was great you did so well uh we'll go through how you think you went first so Tell me about your overall station. How do, how do you feel the whole thing went? Uh, I don't really know. I think I did okay, hopefully. Um, but, um, yeah, I thought I was rambling a bit at some point. Um, I may have been repeating some things because in my head I was like, oh, what's the next point? What's the next point? Um, but, yeah. yeah. Is there anything you think you could improve? Uh, probably timing and structure, which is something I've been working on as well. But um, obviously, like sometimes questions are thrown at you and you're just like, uh, it might not be like an obvious structure right off the bat. So, yeah, yeah. No, I thought you did really, really well. Um, overall, yeah, I think the one thing you could probably improve on is structure and really this idea of highlighting what it is you want to say before you say it um yeah <laughs> so sort of prefacing what it is you you want to talk about and then expanding into that point it actually helps the listener sort of understand what it is you're trying to say and follow along much better because they've already formed an opinion in their mind of where it is you're going to go so they're all just like yes 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 they're sort of following along as you're talking essentially yeah. does that make sense yeah yeah so, so that's probably so like the Mm. Sorry, so <laughs> for like the first question, for example, should I right off the bat say like I wouldn't go and then say why I wouldn't go? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or you could, so some of the things I had written down, I mean, you wanted to talk about um, some of the, the emotional stakes that are involved. So you could say, um, obviously different medical students are going to have different emotions, different emotions and experiences uh, are felt regarding, regarding this protest. So you could start off by prefacing that and then expanding into what you mean. Um, so you could say medical students come from various different backgrounds and they may have been affected by some of these issues in their life. And so they might feel very strongly about it and, you know, expand into it. Um, if you want to talk about the right for freedom of speech, you could just say each individual has a right for the freedom of speech. If you wish to attend that event, you're an adult and that is your decision to make. Right. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk about consequences, you could say, however, we need to keep in mind that there may be some consequences involved such as and then expand into that point so saying what it is you want to talk about and then expanding into it just yeah. helps the flow of your structure sound a bit better um yeah i think this is one of those stations that doesn't really fit that much into like the ethical pillars of medicine that much like not really it's a little bit about justice a little bit about like autonomy but it doesn't really fit into like a patient perspective so much it's about more like individual choices essentially so i mean i thought you handled the first question really well like that would just be my one piece of feedback is try to preface what it is you want to say and then expand into it for the second question what would you say to your friends who are thinking of going i think you handled this really really well and you hit all the key points which is that you start off with empathy you listen to their opinion you acknowledge their point of view but then you also ensure that they understand the consequences and risks um, involved in terms of a public health point of view. There's one little thing I would like to add in there is that, um, you know, thinking about their role as medical students, as healthcare professionals, how that might affect public image and public trust in healthcare advice given by the government. That would just add a little bit more complexity into your answer. And that sort of continues on in other questions you could sort of come back to that theme um, of public perception so for question number three um, in what other ways could you advocate for minority groups i really loved your answer here um, like i literally wrote down awesome answer <laughs> i really liked how you hit individual that's all right i really liked how you hit individual community and government approach um, so thinking about how you can advocate for minority groups through individuals, like just talking to people, understanding their perspective. I liked how you talked about, you know, what you could do in the community. So as a medical student, um, you know, could you seek out some, um, some of these advocacy groups and asking how as a medical student you could support them or help them or volunteer for them, whatever it might be. Um, government approach, you know, like you said, when you take a more senior sort of position, um, you sort of talked about that in the next question, but like you talked about, you know, how you can take more of a senior position um, and, you know, reach out to policymakers, et cetera. So like really, you really thought big picture for these two questions. I really like that. Um, so very much similar advice for uh, question number four. I really liked your response there. Um, how you talked big picture, you took like the individual government community approach as well. Um, the only other things I would add uh, you know, with these really big picture questions, it's important to reflect on how the healthcare system has impacted these minority groups in the past and how it's changing for the future, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to consider our previous history in the way that we've treated minority groups in the past 
and that there could be some mistrust between minority groups and the healthcare mm. system due to past injustices. Mm. And that we now have this obligation because we are aware of our previous mistakes. We now have this obligation to rectify some of those mistakes. Yeah. Um, I'm not even rectify them, but openly, you know, acknowledging the mistakes that we've made and to make strides to improve healthcare outcomes of these uh, communities. You know, so from, from a community perspective, that's something you really could have focused on. Yeah. Because, you know, from, a, from an individual, like I'd love to improve their healthcare outcomes and make sure they're taken care of. From a community perspective, you know, we really have an obligation to our patients um, to make sure that they're receiving the best possible healthcare yeah. and that they, they feel culturally safe, for example. That's something yes. you could have talked about. Um, but the thing I really loved about your answer is that you said that we need to do this by getting advice from these minority groups and always working with them. Um, yeah. That was probably my favorite thing about your answer is that you acknowledge that we can't just tell, you know, minority groups what to do um, as we've done in the past. We need to work with them. So they need to be in leadership positions that allow them to make effective decisions that best help their communities because they know best about what they need. Well, there you have it. That's the end of that episode. Hopefully you guys found something useful out of that ethics station. Um, it's obviously quite a challenging ethics station and there are a lot of different points that you can discuss. Uh, we are running some mock MMIs with medical students uh, that you guys might be interested in. So we're running them over the next several weeks of September. You can sign up online via the Halad website. So that's halad2health.org. Um, they're a really useful resource. You can get live feedback um, and it's a really great opportunity to improve your communication skills and practice these MMIs. But thank you guys and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Please like, share and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.